fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh shit! Hey, hey, Chris. <laughs> for for oh, those uh, not watching the video version, there was like some dead silence there, and right before as we started recording, Dustin decided to you know get in the fucking fetal position, like as if his house was on fire or some shit. <laughs> oh oh, you know where I fucked up? I didn't turn off the light. Yeah. I was trying to do that thing where somebody knocks on the door and then you turn off the lights and hit the deck. Was like, that just Ding Dong Ditch? Nikki Nikki Nine <laughs> No, like, you know, you never had somebody, like, ring the doorbell that you don't like and so you turn off the lights and hit the floor? Oh, I just don't answer it. I, I'm, I'm upstairs here. I just don't leave my house. And now, with today with today's technology, you got, like, the fucking camera doorbells. Like, you're just like... Get the- you're like, look on your phone, you're just like, get the fuck off my property. Are you, are, you my in property. An, are you in an apartment? No, I, well, I still live at home. So I'm, in, I'm still oh, in okay. a cozy house for now. <laughs> well, when I lived in my Skyline apartment, I could see you coming in. And then, yeah, there was times I didn't, didn't get up. I let them buzz. <laughs> but the thing that sucked is, is that when the buzzing, you could hear it. And it was so loud when you would buzz my number. And if it was somebody I didn't like, I would just... Uh, let it go. <laughs> and one time, one of the neighbors let somebody in that had a key to my apartment after they got in the building. Because you had to be buzzed in the building. And I was a dumbass, and I gave this girl a key to my apartment. And so I saw her coming up, and I saw the neighbor let her in, and I went, oh, shit. So I had to run the bathroom act like I was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> What are we doing? Oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. See, we, yeah. you and I have been sitting here chatting for like 15, 20 minutes now. I think you've been and then I, <laughs> Yeah, we hit record, and then I forgot that we hit record, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Hit that intro, baby. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. All right. This is episode 128 of the Guns in Radio podcast. Uh, what's our song this week, Dustin? Our song this week is The Truth. By Slash of Snake Pit. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That's the extended title, but he couldn't fit it in one, so. Yeah, right. And we're going to see if we can handle the truth uh, later on in the show today. Uh, Man, we got a good show, though, planned out for something that we threw together right before we hit record. I mean. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You mean like uh, just Slash and throwing together shit to say in interviews, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do got a little bit of GNR news we'll kick it off with. Yeah. Uh, why don't you start? Cause, and then, yeah, you begin this. Yeah, so now, well, you know, Slash is back in his SMKC mode. So uh, he's just basically promoting that. The, the fourth album's coming out in February. February 11th, I believe. Fucking February. Day. Yeah, and then they're doing a whole tour um, for a few months, I guess. And then, you know, right before... You know, Axel calls him back and says, we got to go to Europe, son. When is the European tour? I think that's like in the summer, so it probably starts like in okay. May, June. Yeah, because Axel's he's going to take a break. Yeah, somewhere like May, I think even maybe earlier, because like the Slash tour, like the North American one he's doing is February, beginning of February all the way to the end of March. So it's whole huh. two months, he's just doing like uh, small, small theaters and stuff in, around North America. But, like, motherfucker doesn't decide to come to Toronto. He says, oh, let me just go to Windsor. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess is all right, because, like, Windsor is literally, like, a fucking skip and a hop step away from Detroit. So, I guess you get the best of, you know, both I markets. But, like, I don't feel like driving a fucking hour and a half to Windsor to go watch Slash. Even longer. <laughs> you wouldn't go an hour and a half. Like, okay, so I love how you'll fly to the States to see Smackdown, but you... <laughs> it's AEW. They're not coming to fucking Canada anytime soon, so I have to. <laughs> yeah, I don't gonna want to go watch fucking WWE. I mean, like, that, their products, whatever. It's not for me. I just don't care about that shit. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm fucking with you. I'm just fucking... I mean, like, we barely get fucking Canadian indies now. Like, they're slowly coming back. 
I mean, like, I'm just waiting for shit like that, so. You didn't go with Rick to see Machine Gun Kelly? No, I would never go see Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Fuck. God. <laughs> you mean the guy that got dissed so hard, he literally left one genre and had to do another genre? <laughs> I mean, like, his album's good, but, like, don't get me wrong, it's like, you, you, dude, Eminem literally roasted your entire rap career in about six minutes, and you, you had to go fucking be like, I'm pop punk, bro, Blink-182, Travis Barker. And then he started singing like this. Yeah. You wanna forget me. I don't know why everybody that writes a punk song thinks I gotta sing with whatever this accent is. <laughs> it's fucking Cockney. Oh, Down man. on the farm. Oh, is that, yeah, it is Cockney, isn't it? I'm gonna yeah. start talking like this when I do a podcast. Can you imagine putting up with an hour and a half of this every week? No, you fucking wanker cunt bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sound like Mary Poppins. You, you want to tell you? You want to tell you why I don't like Machine Gun Kelly? Never heard any of his music. I've heard I've heard a little bit of the rock album. Rick got me yeah, to listen like to the it. Tickets I tried. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this much: I did not like the MGK rock album. I just didn't like. it. I thought all the songs sounded the same. I zoned out for fi- what I thought was five minutes, and then I got to thinking, man, this song is fucking long. And then I got to looking, and I was on the fourth song. <laughs> and so I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. It all sounded the same. Um, it was average now, the, the, the Miley Cyrus rock album is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will say that I did love that record, uh, but yeah. But now, like, she does like one rock album. She's like, "Oh, look, guys, I'm gonna cover rock music now." Fucking covering Metallica. Uh, That's cool. the only reason I won't buy that is because Metallica will get some of the money off of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I might bootleg it off the internet. I mean, it's a better 30th anniversary than Junior would ever do for their fucking albums. Oh, you mean something? They've done something? <laughs> yeah, and speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of something, uh, shout out to Jeff for sending us this. Uh, that box set was actually on an episode of Pawn Stars. What did it sell for? Is what I want to. I think he said like 150 or something. Jesus, I, I have to see the chat we have with him. He... Hey, listen, guys, if anybody out there's got the GNR box set and you want to sell it to me for 150. Uh, one eighty five, hey. sorry, one eighty five, and that originally okay. still for like over a thousand dollars. If anybody out there has the GNR box set and you want to sell it to me for one eighty five, I'll match the Pawn Stars price for you. <laughs> you sell it to me, I'll give you one eighty five. And the dude got it like <clears throat> the pawn guy got it for a fucking steal because they're probably still selling for like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah. So stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. not even... Like, how is that? They've got to be running out of shit. Like, because... And those were supposed G- to be like, yeah. I have enough of a GNR collector that this shit makes me mad. Because I remember they were on Storage Wars and they found a Guns N' Roses locker one time. You remember that? And they had a, a Geffen the- contract signed by Axl Rose and... I don't recall that. Then they had uh, the original cover of Appetite for Destruction was in there on the record. It's like, oh man, this this Appetite for Destruction, this has got to be worth at least $1,000. And then they go ching-ching, $1,000 on the screen, and then they move on. And I'm over here yelling, or it wasn't 1000 I may be exaggerating, but I don't yeah, remember what it was. That's like what they do. They just like guess me. Oh yeah, this, oh, 50 bucks, don't do this, whatever, whatever. Then they actually go and like sell this shit, and then that, they're like, fucking so disappointed. <laughs> that fucking record is maybe worth $60. Yeah, because there they, you, go. you can easily replicate that fucking cover. Listen, I just find a JPEG of it somewhere, and I'm just going to blow it up and print it. No, man, I, I, there's a way I can validate if a uh, <clears throat> record is real or not. Like, my, my copy of Live Like a Suicide, I know is legit because I know how to validate that shit. Yeah, there's also only like a few hundred of those ever like sold. Yeah. There's ways. But man, um so Slash we we, we, we got sidetracked. Slash was doing his thing, was talking, and yeah. uh what stupid thing does Slash say this time? Because I know uh, it's gonna be dumb. Yeah. So basically let's see. Um so he was doing some interviews, whatever. 
Um, and basically said, as far as new guns is concerned, we haven't even gotten to that point of really in earnest sitting down and writing. We've been doing a lot of material that's been sitting around for a while. So that will be a whole focus endeavor into itself. So basically saying they haven't written any fucking new shit. And, it doesn't I, look like, uh, and y'all aren't getting fucking older. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> come on. So, Slash just admitted GNR is not writing new shit after months of like... Oh yeah, we got lots of new things coming down. It's a very exciting time to be in the band and all this other bullshit he's been saying. Now, what did I say on this very show since the fucking beginning? (laughs) They ain't been working. They ain't writing new shit. They ain't working on nothing. They ain't doing shit. I've been saying that since we started. And guess what? You're right. (laughs) <laughs> they ain't doing shit you can't be like okay Chinese democracy I can understand why it took so well I can't because two things I can because one Axel wasn't working and two it was being sabotaged left and right because they wanted Slash and Duff and everybody to come the fuck back Yeah. so I can get why it was going to take some time when you combine those two things because I know they got those stories like Axel was asleep. I come in the studio and Axel was asleep at the mix board. No, he wouldn't. That no, motherfucker. He, wasn't. St- he would show up at like two in the morning. The motherfucker showed up like he twice. Worked on his own time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, everyone comes during the days. Like, listen, I fucking come here at like whatever four in the morning and do some shit, and that's it. I mean, up until what four years ago, he couldn't be bothered to show up to a venue for a live concert before fucking one a.m. And now you're expecting me to believe that he was just working his ass off and toiling away for fourteen years to make this fucking record? No, he wasn't working. That's bullshit. And I'm not going to believe it because yeah. it's not true. And and I mean another reason why Trident got delayed is because of fucking. That the band at that time was just a rotating fucking, it was a revolving door of people. They because was like, he wasn't listen, working. He's <laughs> a new guy. We gotta get him on the album. He's gotta, he's gotta get the aura, the fucking essence of this album, bro. Fuck. Anything <laughs> that we can do to stall having to get in the studio. <laughs> that's what. That's yeah, what. He doesn't have to like fake a heart attack or something, so. You know what? If Geffen hadn't pulled fucking Chinese democracy away and decided, you know what? It's done enough. Yeah. If they 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 pulled the money and if the shit didn't get leaked like 74 times over. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a fake heart attack. I mean, we got a fake case of strep throat once to cover his ass. (laughs) Ah, thanks, Neil Young. (laughs) Don't let it bring it down. Uh... (laughs) You need uh, <laughs> when he forgot the word. <laughs> God. Well, that's all we got going on. I mean, there is a yeah. little bit more Slash news since mm-hmm. the last time we recorded. Slash has released a new uh, single. Yeah. So yeah, we got Slash. So he literally just named the album four because oh, I have nothing better to do. It's the fourth album. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess why not? So the fourth album's coming. We already mentioned that, but yeah, we got the first single, which we will be covering this Saturday on a special Shotcast Saturday. We're gonna be doing reviewing that song. Plus, there's also a music video we're gonna be watching along for. I haven't seen it yet, so uh yeah. Well, we're gonna see it on Saturday. So <clears throat> everybody's wondering where we gonna do a live stream for the slash release. And honestly, we thought about it. We considered yeah. it. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just decided, no, we'll put it on ShotCast, uh, get it out of the way, and we'll move on. So a brand new song coming on ShotCast Saturday, making its debut on ShotCast for the first time ever. And uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, we'll listen to it. Give it, a, give it a critique, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I've only like briefly listened to it like once, but I'm going to save my thoughts and opinions better for Saturday. Yeah, um, but you know, I want to I want to tell you something because I've been I said at one point that I was going to start doing these national holidays and celebrating them on the show, and then I forget or I get the days mixed up whenever it's going to air, like I did last week, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, so yeah, this is November first that this show airs. So today. Are you ready for this, Caputo? You're going to love yeah. this. Oh, is National 
<clears throat> well, I, I, it's it's a, it's officially called National Job Action Day. I want to rename this holiday National. Get off your ass and get a job. Get off my couch and quit playing video games and get a job, boy. Day. Yeah, National Izzy Stradlin tells you to get a fucking job day. Get a fucking job. A little money coming in. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I remember my first McDonald's job, Izzy, but I didn't think I needed to write a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let me let me read you a little bit about this, and then we're going to play a game here. Now, this is from NationalDayCalendar.com. Uh, and uh, National Job Day is the first Monday in November. That's today. Mm-hmm. That's when we're actually recording. Yeah. Don't totally. believe us, ask our patrons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> National Job Day is the first Monday in November, and it redefines the opportunities in the career world, and you celebrate by exploring your options. Yeah, go tell your boss, I'm going to celebrate National Job Day by exploring my options for employment. Here's my two weeks' notice. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, you just give them like 27 crotch hops like you're fucking Shawn Michaels in 97. Dude, at this, at this point with the work shortage going on, if somebody gives their boss their notice, he's probably going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get put through a table. <laughs> DX style, brother. They say you don't have to be dissatisfied with your career. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to read this their way and then I'm going to translate it into how I talk. You don't have to be dissatisfied with your career to participate in the employment focus day. Hey, you ain't got to hate your shitty job to get in on this holiday. <laughs> Gamefully employed, <laughs> pretty much or contemplating a career change is important to always be prepared to keep your options open. Options open. Look, whether you're making a lot of money, you ain't making a lot of money, you want a different job, or you just fucking ain't interested in getting a job, you still need to have options. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, today is National Job Action Day. And uh, part of this here, um, on this page where they tell us the, the day, they've got some frequently asked questions here. So I'm going to ask the questions and then we're going to give our listeners some valuable life advice. Caputo, you and I are concerning jobs. This isn't like the Dustin Bones love connection is the Dustin Bones career connection. Oh, all right. There we go. (laughs) All right. So, but I mean, you need your opinion in on it too, though. Sure. If you're asking for my two cents, I'm going to give you at least two, maybe, maybe five. I don't know. All right, so here's the question. There's three questions here that's job-related, frequently asked questions. If I am not looking for a new job, should I keep my resume updated anyway? I'd say why not. I mean, or just briefly update it. I don't know. You can just rename the file, (laughs) change the year on it. (laughs) I'm going to say something right now. Two things. One, you're a fucking hypocrite because I know goddamn well you ain't updating your resume. <laughs> ain't nobody keeping their damn resume open until they're updated, until they're ready to get a fucking job. Nobody. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're actually like, conscious about it, you know. Eh, I mean, I keep. Out of our brain, you know. But. I keep mine in a word template because I don't go through jobs like I go through underwear. So there's not going to be that much change to make. A yeah, few we're dates not Taylor Swift, you know, we don't go through jobs, <laughs> like we go through fucking cocks. But anyway, here's my answer to this question, folks, okay? Fuck a resume, alright? Look, it's a bunch of fucking words, it takes forever to write, it's a pain in the ass, and look, man, all you're doing is you're taking your shitty McDonald's job where you clean the fryers, you're rewording it into making it sound like that you worked for fucking Google and yeah. McDonald's in Silicon team leader. <laughs> like customer service agent. <laughs> I mean, hell, when I worked uh, for Pizza Hut on my resume for a while before it became so old that it didn't matter and it could fall off the resume. I didn't put Pizza Hut. I put the Yum Corporation because it sounded better. Head <laughs> <laughs> chef. chef at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Hell no, I was the culinary designer. 
<laughs> is that what they call the fucking people at Wendy's when they put the, the ketchup with the W? No, that's some shit I made up for I make pizza. Like, I literally cooked pizza. But, like, pizza cook didn't sound good on a resume, but culinary yeah. designer did. I don't know. With like fast food, I always think of like this fucking one story. I'm trying to think. Oh, this this one wrestler told the story. Oh, fucking um, you remember uh, Rusev now Miro or whatever? So we always like told the story of um, like his first like him coming from Bulgaria to like fucking to the states where he worked at like Wendy's, and he was always like they they made him like put a fucking so in the Wendy's the burgers there they put a W in the ketchup. But then, like, you're closing the fucking things. He's like, why are you doing this? This doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone returned, reversed it? It's an M for McDonald's. <laughs> so he's, like, he's like, I only last, like, three days there. Fuck that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a fuck but here's story. my tool. I'm going to give you some resume advice. Okay, look, you're lying on your resume anyway. Everybody does. I know you're doing it. I, I know. Listen, you're, listen. 128 episodes folks we've built a relationship you and i yeah i know you you're lying on that resume yeah you say you're ivy league but you're farthest from any league <laughs> and you know me i say if you're if, if 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 we're gonna go nuts let's go nuts just get on google find an impressive resume find somebody else's resume like bill gates and then just change the name on it and send it in <laughs> And that now, now you might want to change the phone number, and the email, and, and the you know, email address, and the personal stuff. But uh, you know, I don't know though if they call for a reference and Bill Gates answers the phone, that might be more impressive. I don't fucking know. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. <laughs> and this this job shortage, they're probably not reading the whole thing anyway. They're going to read the first couple of lines of your of your last job, and they're going to completely judge you by that. Yeah. So, it's either that or you end up at Amazon and be a fucking slave for Jeff Bezos. Make sure the first couple of sentences are spelled correctly and are grammarly good. And uh, then, uh, yeah, you're, you're golden after that. But yeah, yeah my, my, if, we, if we're going to make shit up on our resumes, I say we go hog wild and uh, just steal the celebrities off the internet and change, change the name. Oh, we're going hog wild. Is uh, we're doing like some WCW shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nuts, the wrestling what? references, man. They keep coming today. <laughs> okay, so here's another question, Chris. My boss asked me to take on a new role. I don't know anything about this area of the business. Should I take it? Hell yeah, you can fucking just train on the job, man. Or guess what? You can learn so much shit through fucking Google. Just search. How do I do this? Boom. Here's a ten step process. You know, that that sounds like it would work, but I'm just going to be real with you. Here's what you want to do. Yeah, you want to take the job, but what you want to do is, is you want to get you some interns that you can make them learn all of this new shit so you don't have to fuck with it. And then, like, you get you get your three or four interns when you take the position, and and then you, you, you teach them all the shit that, 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 that you don't want to fuck with. And then when something gets fucked up, you can always just beat the shit out of your intern and uh, fire his ass <laughs> and fire Jesus his ass God. publicly in front of everybody else in the company so that, you know, that, that, that it sends a good message to the others. Beat and the then, what yeah. are these people working for? The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> Interns are a dime a dozen, man. Or just hand uh, some fucking quaaludes and be like, it's the 80s all over again. Why not? I mean, no. at least then he won't feel you kicking his ass. Uh, you want to <laughs> remember when dealing with interns, there's a couple of phrases, a key, couple of key phrases uh, you want to you remember. Uh, one of them is, uh, you're never going to go anywhere in this business. Uh, do you know how many people would love to have your job? That's another one. You want to keep that oh in your God. back pocket. There's a uh, cliches. Jesus. <laughs> we got the book. We got the gamut here. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, man, take the job. But as a condition, you have to be able to hire interns and uh, uh, try to get some that can take a pounding. Like, and I, and, and like, you know what I mean? Some good thick boys, like that, you know, you won't break any bones or anything or bruise them up too bad. Like, you know. <laughs> 
So, and the last question is, will a mentor help me in my career? I mean, you hope, but it's not always guaranteed. I don't listen, know. There's, there's, I can listen, guarantee. in the fucking workplace, there's always some fucking sabotage going around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you get fucking low blowed like that. Listen, I am a mentor, and I can guarantee that if you follow my advice, you will see changes in your career path. Okay? Thanks, Tony Robbins. <laughs> now, what those changes are, I don't know. But you follow yeah. my advice, and I guarantee your career path will definitely change. Yeah. Do I have to give you three easy payments of twenty four ninety five plus? You know what? Sure. Or? Why not? I would love. <laughs> I would love for people just to give me fucking money. So you know what? If you want to, sure. If yeah. not, just listen to our podcast each and every week. Because I'm always here blessing you with this great advice and hopefully making your life a little bit easier. Hell yeah. And Caputo tries his best. So, <laughs> A for effort, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I try my best, especially at these fucking games. Because like 90% of them, I feel miserably. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned games because we've actually got a game coming up next. Uh, our song of the day is called The Truth. The Truth. And so in that, I have got a quiz here that I found off of magic.co.nz. That's the rock and roll true, rock and roll, true or false quiz. Yeah. Oh, there's wow, 10. NZ. New Zealand. Shout out to Oceania. Oh, yeah. There's 10 <laughs> questions here. And uh, I'm going to ask the questions. We'll let you guys play along at home with us and see if you know the answer. And uh, we'll have a little fun here. What do you think? Let's do it, baby. All right. Let's so do this. <laughs> question number one. Bill Haley sold less than 10 million <coughs> records. This is Bill Haley of Bill Haley in the comments? Yes. Hmm. Were they that big in the... It was like the 60s, the 50s he was in? Um, I'd say probably the 60s. See, I think black and white TV is a lot older than it always turns out to be. Yeah, there's even like 10 million people on Earth in this. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. I was going to say, when did we hit a billion? <laughs> I don't know. When did we hit a billion? That's where we fucked up. We should have been killing people more often. Listen, Thanos was right, guys. Just gotta... I'm telling you, man. That's it. Keep it in half... Global warming wouldn't exist. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I, I think there's some continents that are worse than others, but I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, what continent is Russia in? Is that Asia? It's, I think it's Europe still, because they, I think they're still part of the European Union. Hmm. I think it's technically oh. Europe, even though they're basically like right above, you know, taking a nice shit on Asia. Poor Asia. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Bill Haley, did he sell? He sold less than 10 million records. Is I'm going to say true. You think that statement is true? Yeah. And that is false. He sold over 25 million. What the fuck? I haven't heard of this guy. Uh, Bill Haley. Barely. <clears throat> Bill Haley. Really? I heard like Bill Haley in the comments, but I haven't heard like any of his stuff. Hang on. <clears throat> He's got a song. Let me see here. Bill Haley. All right, so if he sold 25 million, then it means Elvis sold at least like 6 He's trillion. Rocking around the clock. See you oh, later, alligator. Song. Yeah, rock around the clock. Shake, Everybody. rattle, and row. Okay, I probably heard that one. Rip it up. Yeah. I mean, some are not as well known as others. I mean,. Well, we built it up now. I guess I might as well. Hang on, let me get past the ad. We'll, we'll do a little uh, Bill Haley here, all right? That's <laughs> <laughs> Bill Haley, folks. Uh, wow, so he covered Richie Valens, seems like. No, no, that was Richie Valens. This was Bill Haley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, La Bamba never dies, kids. 
Uh, Fats Domino had a passion for motor vehicles, almost greater than his love for music. Is this statement true or false? I don't know. Wasn't Fats Domino kind of like a big dude? Yeah. Fat guy in a little car. And a little dirt bike <laughs> on a pocket bike. Be, be like, uh, <laughs> looks like the big show getting out of a taxi cab. It's like the big show getting out of a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the eighth person that comes up. He's like, oh, fuck. What do, you, like, what do you think, though? Did, did, did Fats Domino, was he a car guy like Jay Leno? I did see that. We were talking like stuff was like way before even both their times. I know, man. I didn't make the quiz. I just bootlegged it off the internet. So, oh man, you know what? I'm gonna go false. I'm gonna say false. Mm-hmm. That's right. His real passion was for cooking. Oh wow. Huh. Well, I mean, he was a big dude. So there you go. All, those All right. Went down Your next statement. Buddy Holly, that was mean. I ca- I just caught what you were saying. <laughs> what? That was mean. What you just said. Well, he was a fat ass, so I go. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, he's cooking. Come on, it's Fats Domino. It's a rock and roll legend here. Oh, he's a rock and roll legend, but still, <laughs> still bigger than Axl Rose. <laughs> uh, not bigger than Vince Neil. Uh, <laughs> he's right in between. <laughs> All right, here we go. Buddy Holly only ever had one number one song in the U.S. Buddy Holly. Mm. That's dude. Hmm. It's really a big thing. I remember, like his whole thing was like, hmm. Hey, baby, this is Buddy Holly. I'm the greatest of all time. There ain't nobody better, baby. You know, funky like a monkey. That's how Buddy Holly talk. Is it Buddy Holly or Dusty <laughs> Buddy Holly by Weezer. That didn't go number one, did it? <laughs> Actually, I really like that song. It's not terrible. I mean, like, Weezer has their moments, but... <laughs> eh, I could take or leave Weezer, but I do like that song. What do you yeah. think? Um, you only true. had one song. You think that's true? I think that's true. Because, like, I, I'm probably wrong, but who knows? It's hard to believe with all of the hits that Buddy only ever had one number one song in the U.S. And oh, it's, and I believe the song is called That'll Be the Day. I never heard that song. Yeah, I bet you it was probably after like he passed away. He had number one posthumously, pop, pop, whatever the fuck you pronounce that I, word. I, okay, look, I can read that word and know what it means, but I can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's like saying convenience, but then you track your spot at call of convenience and you're putting like the eye all over the place. Yeah. I can never spell the word right. I've never heard this song. Let's see if we get a little sample of it here. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I guess uh, you know, I don't know. It's very similar to, to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Barbie, Barbie, Bobby Darwin died at 36 years of age. How old was Bar- Bobby Darwin? Bobby Darren. What the fuck? Did I say Darwin? Bobby Darren. Yeah, Charles Darwin. Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren. Darren. <laughs> How old was Bobby Darren when he died? Was he 36. No, I think it was 69. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. Nice. I said when he died, not how he died. Uh, oh. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to probably go false on this one. Go false? Yeah. Statistically speaking, if you don't know the answer, that's the wise way to go. Because there's like probably one number between one and a hundred... <laughs> and settling on this one number between one and a hundred doesn't have any, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yes, it was false. He was 37. He, ah. He suffered uh, from poor health throughout his entire life because of uh, some kind of fever he had as a child. The fuck, do you have leprosy? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> Google he it. He had like, he had a friggin' 
COVID 45 or whatever. I don't know. He had the original COVID. Yeah. You know, polio. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish flu. <laughs> All right. Little Richard was an ordained minister and he presided at the wedding of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. I'm pretty sure he actually, I know Little Richard, I'm pretty sure he is an ordained minister, but I don't know about the wedding. I need to point out, I can't see the answers. I don't know why I'm sitting here like letting you do it, uh, talk it all through, because I cannot see the answers. I think I have heard that Little Richard is an ordained minister. Yeah, I believe so too. I remember when he basically went clean. And yeah, like and he quit rock- all, like drugs and rock and roll and all the sex and shit. Yeah, he quit rock and roll altogether and just yeah, I preached he, toward the end of his life. I'm gonna lean towards true because I'm it's I'm pretty sure he is an ordained minister. Maybe he was there. The but. part that's getting me is the Bruce Willis and Demi Moore thing. Yeah, because I mean, like, well, he was still alive around then, Richard. So who knows? Yeah, he didn't. I'm gonna die. go true. All right, we're gonna hit true and see what happens. Yeah. It is true. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. Man, that was a while. That was a, that was a decent guess. All right. Here's the next one. Elvis Presley had a black belt in karate. <laughs> oh, I'm the king. You know why I believe this? You know why I think this is true? Have you ever seen Walk Hard? Yeah, because of the fucking Jack. And there's only two kind of people that know it, and that's a Chinese and the king, and one of them's me, baby. Honestly, you don't you never know. I mean like I have heard so much bullshit about Elvis for because of where I'm from, Tupelo, hmm. Mississippi, there's always Somebody knew Elvis. Somebody related to Elvis. There's always something mm-hmm. Elvis related going well, on. You all, you all fucking flew to Graceland once and you know Elvis? <laughs> what do you think? I'm the king. I'm the king, baby. I don't uh, know karate. I don't know, man. Here. Let's, uh, let's ask the, the king. Let's, just, let's yeah. just call him real quick. Let's get the Ouija board oh. out here and let's get the thing. Oh, all right. Let's get going here. I'll try to hang him, baby. Mr. King. I'm a ghost now. I'm a ghost oh, of king, baby. I'm a fucking about sandwich. <laughs> hey, now you listen here, you Canadian bastard. I've been listening <laughs> to your radio show up here in heaven. And I'm gonna tell you something. You don't make fun of the king, baby. All right. <laughs> with you. That's what you loved in your later life. It doesn't matter if I died on the toilet eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right, I'm still the king. I it was a fried only... peanut butter sandwich. Listen, baby, there's only one man that can take a shit and eat a fried peanut butter sandwich at the same time, and that man is a king, and that king is mean, baby. Now, yeah, I think I did that once, too, actually. I was also a king. I'm also the king of karate. I taught Jackie Chan a few things, if you know what I mean. I'm going to just say, fuck it. It's probably some like odd fact, but it's probably true. I could be wrong. I think it's going to, I'm going to say true also, but I think it's going to be one of those urban legends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like it was never proven fact. Yeah. Like it's been. Oh, it is true. Whoa. It says Elvis progressed through the ranks of karate during weekly lessons until he received his black belt, even opening his own karate school in Memphis back in the 70s. Well, fuck, take that, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I mean, that explains them moves you got when he's on the stage. It's karate moves, baby, because yeah. he ain't. Strong chops. I got to chop your girl with my person on my dick. Inside of <laughs> oh, my karate, whoa. She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> look you at really moves. are the king. <laughs> look, at his, look at his moves, king. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. From one king to another, we're going to Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry's first time in prison was at the age of 50. My motherfucker went to prison? Apparently more than once because it says his first time. Was he 50 years old when he went to prison for the first I, time? I think that's false. It's probably way younger than that. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck would he do at 50? Was he running like a I drug don't know, ring? Man. Like, I, I believe Chuck had a crazy spell. I, I, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. We'll say false. I'll say false. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Chuck Berry did go to prison for armed robbery at age 17. So that is false. He was 17 when he went to prison. Yeah, I was gonna say he was probably younger. At 50, geez, 
what is this guy running a fucking uh like an R. Kelly sex camp or something? <laughs> no, nothing that bad. Uh, Eddie Cochran is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. True or false? It's probably true. I mean, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They'll fucking let us in one day. <laughs> we gotta die first and get famous. So. <clears throat> yeah, I guess at least have like one of our episodes go platinum. Well, you know, the whole dying thing, that part's easy. I mean, shit. <laughs> Like, all I really got to do is give up the fight. (laughs) You ever seen Thousand Ways to Die? There you go. (laughs) Um, Eddie Cochran, 20 Flight Rock, Summertime Blues, Come On Everybody, Something Else. Uh, He was mainly active through the 50s and 60s. I just wanted to see a few few of his songs to see how I do. I don't have a clue. Yeah, it's probably true that he is in there. It is true. He was uh, admitted in 1987 posthumously. Posthumously. Hang on one second. Becky! Come here. (laughs) We're going to settle this once and for all, (laughs) goddammit. All right. Becky! This is is the posthumously episode. I still need you. (laughs) You see how she treats me? I need you now. And all the girls I wouldn't call you in here if it wasn't important. <laughs> Come on, we're taping a podcast here. I need some help. It's so dire. <laughs> it is dire. This is uh, dire. The king is requesting your presence. Oh, hi now, baby. I'll never come in there and show you my karate moves. All right. Okay, so I'm going to highlight a word on the screen and you read this word to us. Posthumously. Posthumously, like it's funny, yes. like it used to be funny, and now it's not. Yes, posthumously. Humor. There's no R in it. How is it humorous when there's no R in it? Posthumous. There's no R. Put it in Google and see what it says. I don't want to do that. That's too much work. <laughs> you haven't highlighted. All you gotta do is just. Ugh, fine. I will right click, <laughs> and it's gonna show me the hieroglyphic version. Post. Humusly. That says pass. Passe che. What? Okay. Wait, wait, why? Okay, do it again. Posthumously. According to Google, it's posthumously. Posthumously? Poscha. Posh. Pos. Pos. Posthumously. Posthumously. There's a CH in there. What the fuck? Is it silence? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because, like, I've no never read that this. as posthumously. I've always read it as... Posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. Posthumously. <laughs> well, well, crack case. And uh, whoever wrote the English language is a dumb fucker, so... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's posthumously. Huh. Well... Two more facts to go. The Platters are one of the first African-American groups to be accepted as a major chart group. Oh, the Platters. I don't know who the Platters are. Never heard of them until now. I don't know. Uh, I don't don't know. These are the Platters. I thought of Ubi 40, but I'm like, wait, that was two white guys. That's kind of racist. I don't know who it is. You want to just say true and be done? Yeah, I'm going to probably say it's probably true. Hey, it is true. Oh. Yep, they had 40 charting forty charting singles on the Billboard Hot 100 between 1955 and 1967, including four number one hits. Then that tells me I have had to have heard one of their songs and just don't know it's them, but we're, we've kind of been on this bit for a whole lot longer than I thought we would, so we got to move. We got to yeah, move we'll on. Go. One more. Uh, yeah. Frankie Lemon and the Teenagers... Re- uh, their biggest hit was Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Like Frankie Lemon and the Teenagers. That Lemon uh, Lyman. Frankie Lyman. I don't know. Oh, it was like Frankie Lemon. Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Frankie Lemon, that's Sourpuff. Well, I'm telling you, my Frankie Lemon, baby. Frankie Lemon's a Sourpuff son of a bitch. I didn't <laughs> like this kind of music, so. I'm going to say really... it's true, because I, I, that song, that song title sounds so familiar, but I'm probably wrong. 
It is true. They had 12 charting hits, but this was their most successful. We got 9 out of 10. Wow, god damn. See? I think we so, broke the curse. Uh, maybe. How did you guys do? Let us know. Uh, use the links in the description to uh, communicate with us. And, and guys, if you do take my resume and my job advice uh, and whatever effect it has on your career, please let us know because yeah. uh, we're, we're here to help you. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, you can go below this, the description here and vote in our little poll. So you also can vote on what you think of this week's song as well. Get your rating up from one to five stars there. I know that's a really cool feature that Spotify has added for our listeners to also be able to grade the song with us. So if you're listening on Spotify, not only when we play the song and we review it, not only do we give our one out of five or our numbers out of it, you can't do fractions and shit like we can because there's oh, be a whole list. Yeah. Wait, what is this? A fucking and besides, uh, we've got to have some kind of privilege for being the ones that put this fucking thing together. So I'm not going to feel sorry for. It. But you know what's cool? Yeah, it was our show. You guys can we you guys can actually get your feedback in mm-hmm. uh, now as in a, a feature, very unique way. Yeah, on Spotify. So I I, re- I love that feature personally. Dude, it is awesome. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> damn, I'm dying over here. You want to listen to the truth? You want to hear some truth? Yeah, we proved that we know most truth, or almost the truth. So let's let's hear slashes. Truth. Truths. Truthiness. Truth. 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 I don't know. I'm saying truth 47 times now. It's like those words you keep saying like for like so many times in a row. You're like, wait, this sounds fucking tough. I know, dude. Or whenever you keep, when you see a word written down and it just looks stupid, like, and you're like, there's no way that's how you spell that. And then you yeah. Google it and sure enough, that's how you spell it. Yeah. Kind of like posthumously. Yeah. Oh, by the way, also while I'm thinking about it, use our uh, contacts to talk to us. If you uh, were listening last week during our Halloween season, we had a Halloween special on Shotcast Saturday, but we also had a surprise Halloween special with an audio drama presentation of Night of the Living Dead. If you like that kind of content and you want more of that, let us know. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate you guys uh, checking it out and... uh, uh, we just want to see if you guys are interested in getting more of that type of content here on our stream, on our feed. So, and with that, let's go into the truth. Let's do it. It already sounds like a Velvet Revolver song. Yeah, holy shit! I'm like, where's Scott Weiland? <laughs> Have you heard Miles Kennedy plays this? No, I'm saying this. I could hear like this being like a like a like a Miles Kennedy like slash. Oh yeah. Well, like, it literally sounds like something from like their third album. So yeah, it sounds like like the, something from like Living the Dream. Maybe and, like, they the, recycled the drums in there, and like oh, I don't know, whatever he's gonna. You think he recycled an instrumental and thought we wouldn't notice? He's <laughs> like, I've written enough shit. Leave me alone. If Axel doesn't want to write shit, I gotta redo my own shit. <laughs> Axel isn't writing jack shit right now. Yeah, uh, well, the, the one thing he should be writing is a fucking autobiography. Yeah, yeah, no, that I would, that honestly, I, 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 we're not getting a new album. I've long give up on that, but the yeah, autobiography. You're going to get singles, that's it. The autobiography needs to happen, man, before he passes away. Or at least have it written. If you mm. don't want to, and if you want to release it posthumously. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be real. We would have it long before <laughs> That's true. Hey, look, we had Matt Storm's book long before, so and it ain't even come out yet, has it? I think by now it's out. I don't know exactly. I don't know date wise. Oh fuck, I don't know. the The unedited version, the original version, the unbrazilified version. Yeah. <laughs> Let's 
And then she says, get up and get a job. <laughs> well, this is an Izzy Stratton song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit. So far, I'm digging this. Uh, read us some lyrics. Yeah, uh, there's actually a lot of, like, um, on Genius.com, there's a lot of annotations here from someone here. Uh -oh. So just, like, well, before we get into lyrics, there's, like, a backstory a little bit. So it's the eighth song on the second Snakehead album. Uh, it's about a musician running into a female blues singer he used to know who is struggling to cope with losing success in the music business. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, in the first verse here, uh, she gets up with her head swung low down, steps into the room. She says, please listen while I sing my song to you, because it all slips away and it ends too soon. And then, uh, how the hell did I get here? Let me tell you all why I sing the blues. Been in a daze for 10 years, but I still can sing the truth. What else you got? Give us a few more minutes. I need a second. Um... Oh, I'll go into the chorus here. Heaven knows where we all go when all we have is what we get. And when it's gone, when will I know? Because I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, haven't got it yet. And that's what we get up to there. Sorry, that's, I have bad allergies right now. Yeah. So it's verse one, pre-chorus, and chorus right there. And there's a lot of, like, annotations. I think it's, like, one, someone. I think it's all the same guy here, the same user, just put a bunch of his own interpretation on it oh so he's like telling you what this means as it goes yeah so like if you you can see like you can click on some of the lines here and it mm -hmm. gives you like some of the, what what it could be describing okay yeah so we can get into let's the get into first it verse. and then let's get let's get into it a little bit further and then we'll do that yeah. in the next pause mm-hmm That's a dope riff. You got a funky bass line also they got going. Yeah, on. there's also like a little bit of blues too. Oh, it's Snake Pit and it's, it's Ain't Life Grand. Yeah, yeah, Ain't Life Grand is definitely a guitar player's album. Bass is not getting enough credit. Like Slash takes all the credit, and I get that it's his band, but man, this bass player is fucking thumping his way to fucking my fucking soul right now. Because that's what I'm getting. I'm getting good feels like from this song off of the bass line more than I am the guitar. All right, so uh, read us, read us some, uh, read us some shit. Oh, you want some of the what the what this user here on Genius? Basically just, um, so let's see here. So he starts like opening line introduces the main character with her head swung down as a way of foreshadowing her feelings of being worn out from the ups and downs of the music industry and do so. She basically warns the audience that success is fleeting, presumably speaking from experience. And then she's like, Oh, I, you know, basically cause it fits in still with the idea of this, like about, you know, this famous, you once famous females blues singer, you know, in the, in the pre-chorus goes, how in the hell did I get here? Wondering how she ended up back, you know, playing bars instead of, you know, bigger, whatever places. And for the past 10 years, she's been in a daze trying to reconcile her lost success. And the only thing she's left with now is the ability to speak the truth as she sees it through music. And so I, that's pretty much, it seems like the whole thing of the song is just like, 
she's singing, basically singing her blues away, kind of. And that's well, like that's what truth. the blues are for. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. All right, let's get back in. said a bad thing about Rod Jackson Rod Jackson you ever notice every time Rod Jackson's featured on a fucking song it's always a good fucking song yeah that's did he ever release his solo album yeah, I don't know what happened with that. I think it's out there, but it's probably just... Maybe it's not on a big label, so I don't know. I wonder if I can get Brenda, I mean, somebody to send it to me. <coughs> Franz. Oh, there we go, yeah. Franz will do it, yeah. Good man, that Franz guy. He's been dropping some stuff in our Discord lately. Very active in the community. That's not what your country can do for you. That's pretty cool. They got like a spoken like word in outro. And then that just comes out of nowhere. I feel like that's going to lead to the next song somehow. Probably. Um, alright, well there it is. We've listened to the truth. Now let's tell the truth. What do we think about it? Um, you want me to go first? or I don't I don't give a damn. I'll let you pick. Alright, I'll, I'll shoot first on this one. This is pretty good, actually. It's cool. It's got like a good story to it, too. Um, it mixes a whole bunch of like genres, too. Yeah, it's very like hard rock. But like, there's definitely like some, you know, blues for sure. Even a little bit of funk. I think that drum beat. Oh like yeah, a bit of that riff. If you like slow it down a bit, you oh, got yourself baseline. like you got yourself like a fucking uh, Casey in the Sunshine Band. It's like Earth, Wind, and Fire <laughs> right there. If you slow it down, add some fucking trumpets and horn section. There you go. You have like a number one funk hit right there. Funkin' like a monkey, baby. Yeah, baby. But yeah, it's really good. Then like the outro is really cool. Just everything from like start to finish. Great solo. I mean, this is really good shit. Um. And I would definitely pop this to this. Maybe not like very often, but often enough. You know, if I'm in the mood for just like some slash stuff, this is definitely something I would probably be like go to. So um, with that, it's almost a four for me. But I'm gonna put it just right below three, three and three quarters, three point seven five. Um, yeah, we're not that far off. It's definitely not a four for me either. Um, there's a few things I loved. I love the bass line. I will say that the guitar was not really doing it for me in this song. Uh, but I, but I was still getting those good feels. Like I was getting that good chest feel that I like, you know what I mean? When I say I like to feel my music, I was getting some good. Okay. I was getting some good feel. Like I could physically feel that baseline. Like that baseline was the shit. And I really liked the lyrics, the chorus, heaven knows where we all go when all we have is what we get. 
and uh, when it's gone, when will I know? Because I haven't got it yet. Like, come on, that's great lyrics. Yeah, uh, lyrically speaking, it's great. Rod Jackson nails it like he always fucking does. Uh, not one of Slash's better solos. I, uh, I I was feeling it, and I was like, they do the build up to, to the to the solo, and I was like, man, okay, Slash is gonna tear this up. And then he just it, it kind of fell flat for me. It was kind of a dud of a guitar, so I didn't really care for it. Uh, but the bass, the bass line was uh, funky. It was uh, groovy. The uh, subject matter is that that I would uh, want from this album. I will. I won't say it's one of the worst songs there because it's not by far. Uh, but it's definitely one of the one of the B sides. I, I would feel like of, uh, <laughs> of Ain't Life Grand. Uh, <clears throat> even with all that, all that shit aside, and everything, all that being said. Uh, I was able to find enough enjoyment out of it that I'll give it a two and a half and put it right in the middle. Uh, the only I, I, I didn't start not enjoying it until Slash's guitar solo came in. I think we should have got a fucking bass line solo would have been better than that. But uh, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't care for the solo. And um, to be honest, I mean to be a, a song that's supposed to be very Slash led. I mean, as it is his name in the title of the band, Slash was not the star in this one. And uh, that's fine. That's fine for him to not be the star of the song. But he needs to at least have his moment in the sun be something that we go, ah, there he is. There's our boy. There's Slash. That's what we expect. And while the rest of the band delivered, surprisingly, Slash uh, just didn't this time. Not as well as as I would expect out of Slash. But uh, the rest of the band, I, I thought they were... Like, like, you take the guitar solo, maybe change a few guitar parts, you might have a, a four-star song. And, but, like, I think... For me, two and a half. But what do you think, guys? You can let us know on Spotify now. Yeah, pull or hit us up on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, All Our Guns and Radio Pod, uh, which reminds me... Bonus show goals updates. Ah, shit. Ah, hell yeah. So we have two, three going right now? I think three. I don't know. This is your deal. I just show up when you tell me to come to work. So uh, we got our three. (laughs) We're inching ever closer to um, 300 Instagram followers. Also, speaking of, I'd give a shout out to um, Dirty Rose, band that we watched a music video last week. They give us a follow. So shout out to fucking Dirty Rose. Some cool ass dudes. Nice, um, thank you. Respect. We're gonna have them on. I hopefully I would love to have them on the show. They're really fucking really good band, and uh, yeah. definitely looking forward to more of their stuff for sure. But so update. So update to our eighty five thousand total plays slash downloads, whatever. We're at seventy four thousand four hundred as of this recording. So we're just just a, a few hundred under ten thousand right now. Well, you mean 80,000? No, 85,000. Oh, we're doing 85,000. Okay. I believe it was 85,000. Fuck, I don't remember anything. I don't remember. <laughs> Are you supposed to be writing this shit down, dude? Do you not write this down? I usually remember this stuff. I'm like, I'm still young enough. I have half fucking brain to remember this. So we know. could be oh. just throwing out different shit every week, and I'd never fucking know. <laughs> I think it was 85,000. I don't know. <laughs> 85 sounds good. I would have said yeah. 100. Well, let's do 85, then we can do 100K. Because <laughs> to 100, is going to take another fucking year. Maybe. This way, how bad, do, how bad you guys want that bonus show? I'll yeah, that's true. But we're going to do 85,000 first things first. And then there are you know, 300 Instagram followers. And I think that's it, actually. We only had two right now. Oh, okay. Because, well, Twitter, we're not really anywhere close to 300 followers yet. But soon, when we get close there, we'll make one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those two right now, I guess 300 followers on Instagram because we're like literally almost close. 20 ish away, I think. Get us a thousand followers on TikTok so we can go live. Yes, that too. How about that? We'll do a live show on TikTok. Damn straight. Yeah. Uh, There's a way we can do a a thing like that. I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. Definitely. We'll do some live show on TikTok. I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. But if you do, we'll do something live on TikTok. One It'll be me ones. sitting here with my phone with Caputo on video chat. 
<laughs> uh, you want to see what we're doing next week? Yeah, spin that wheel, brother. Let's see. Let's see what we're doing. Be sure to come back on Saturday for an all-new Shotcast Saturday. We're going to be reviewing the new Slash song. Everybody's wanting to hear what we think about it. Well, oh, yeah. we're, we're going to tell you when oh, we great. watch the music video. It's going to be a watch-along episode, so uh, be prepared for that. Money, velvet, revolver. Money, 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 money. Wait, money, money, money? Money by Velvet Revolver. Oh, just money, but I think that's a... Did they do like a Pink Floyd cover? I don't know if it's a Pink... I don't know. No, I think it's an actual... Because if it's a Pink Floyd song, I hate that song, so we're already off to a bad Yeah, it's a Pink Floyd cover. Ah... No, uh, I hate that song. Wait, no, it's not. I'm pretty sure it is. I looked up Velvet Revolver Money and it says Pink Floyd cover. No, no, you're wrong, bro. Hang on, let me see if I can get it pulled up here. It can't be. No, I don't want to do Pink Floyd. I'm sorry. Now, a lot of my fan or a lot of our friends that listen to this show are going to say, Fuck, uh, how are you going to do a rock and roll podcast and not like Pink Floyd? I don't do acid, that's how. No, it ain't here. Listen, Lexi, listen, let's just Comes listen. The money. Here we go. Money <laughs> Comes the money. This is Body by Nature. No, this is uh, Velvet Revolver. Yeah, that's, that's Scott Weiland. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Scott Weiland right there. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. This is Scott Weiland singing, man. Oh and then listen, I'll skip ahead a little bit. Like you can tell when when Duff and Slash come in on the backup vocals. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, there. That's Duff and Slash on backup vocals. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Guns and Radio Podcast. Be sure to come back on, what day, Saturday, where we're going to review We're going to review the new Slash song. We hope you'll choose to join us, and uh, we'll all have a really good time. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. I'm Chris Capu. We'll see you Saturday on Shotcast Saturday, and we're going to see you Monday next week on Guns and Radio. Peace! Where they winning? I'm making Marshall money, smelling just like a mint. Uh.